Let's get into it then. All right. Awesome sauce. I ask that the gods and goddesses of our respective paths bless this circle so that we may be free and protected within this space. And if you have this one word, pagan or paganism. For the pagan community. Exactly. Right. The, the big umbrella. And that was fucking fantastic. Of the podcast ever. We're three pagans. Exactly. We're three pagans. And a cat. And may the works this day of be of the highest good for all present and those listening. So mote it be. The circle is cast. Hail Dictinus. Grant us clear voices, strong sound, and good reads. Gardening is a partnership in which nature, the senior partner, exercises the principal authority. Welcome to Elements Earth, the 182nd episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. Our opening today is courtesy of 19th century poet laureate Alfred Austin. Thanks to Velocity Rose for our intro music. You can find more of their work at VelocityRose.com. You may call me Ode. You can call me Gwyn, Mary Meat. We were so close to having Car on this episode. So close. But technical difficulties abound. Mm Mm-hmm. So he's downstairs fuming that he can't participate in this one because technology has thwarted us. It, and we have given it a good go. <laughs> but unfortunately, we have to contact our the, the people uh-huh. who do the program. Do the and service say, we um, use and Did say, you update something? Why, why'd you break my thing? <laughs> why'd you, why did you break this service? Let's begin with housekeeping. So housekeeping. Um, oh, it's the first episode of the month. That's right. Which means... The reading of the names. Which is gonna be, oh! It's gonna be me, because Carr was gonna do it, but Carl then... was gonna do it! So he sent me all the names. First, thanks to all of our kittens. We they love remain you. unnamed. We love you, kittens. We do. Now it's time for the naming of the cats. They are Abby, Amber Ullman, Annabelle Lee, Ashley Harkins, Cabra, Cauliflower, Christine Phillips, Cindy Barrick, Claire K.R. Miller, Elisa Durka, M. Tyvalsari, Aaron Kathleen, Firesong, Gabby Gaberson, Jasmine Ray Bell, J.D., J.T., Kelly Burt, Coney Briggs, Chris Mickelson, Laura Loki, Maddie Kuhns, Michael Adonisio, Nova Misco, Rebecca Hillman, Shokora, Squiggy, and The Dryad. We love you cats. Now for our hunters. I don't know how many there are because of the way this is formatted, but I'm sure a bunch. We got some hunters. Asipiter, Alicia Noble, Alyssa Addy, Amy Martin, Andy Olson, Ashley Ann, Cameron Grant, Cara B, Charles Howison, Corvus Felliday, Crimson Russell, Dahlia Darge, Darby, Darian, Daughter of Oak, David Dashifen Keys, Druidic Hart, Eden Flora, Elora Driver, Fiona Bain, Fuck You Finn, Goddess Incognito, Heather Lewis, Rolfer, Ivy Rose, Jax, Jace Helmer, Jessica Jones, Justin Harrell, Kitty Catastrophe, Kai Oakenshield, La Petite Poison, Loriana Lee Knapp, Mach 2556, Maharet, Megan Kipper, Mel Renee, Melissa Gerben, Melkor, Michaela, Nitza, Patrick the Mystic Stitcher, Precious Fire, Quinn Ann ASMR, Ray Lathrop, Rochella and Dasveed, Roanoke the Wiccan Wizard, Ryan Hopkins, Sammy Prouty, Samwise the Blonde, Shybe, Sky Bierce, Sloth, Sophia Duncan, Stevie Thompson, Talia Franks, Tori, Ushi Ursa, Venus Sheets, and Victoria Selness. So I think our tigers are Amanda <laughs> Hicks, 
Crystal of Apothecary Teas, Jim Two Snakes, True Wizard Creations, and Weavers of the Web ATC. We love you, tigers. Yes, those do sound like our tigers. <laughs> Leopards, of which there are apparently 13. Okay. Are Alex Robinson, Chris Calibri, Eleanor Faithful, Gary Bearstorm, Gemma Atkinson, Jody Cozy, Kimberly Squeaky Reynolds, Kitty Robinson, Luna, Nicholas, Nolan Hayes, Shadows Raven 666, and Swan Fairy Water. We love you. Leopards, and there's two more, Don Taylor and Melissa Negron Schilling, I think. <laughs> we love you, leopards. What a mess. Oh my god. And our Jaguars. Jaguars. Of which there are three, Justin Stanich, Kirsten Ray, and Lori Phillips. We love you, Jaguars. Yes, we do. And that was a hot, hot mess. That was a hot mess. But we're a hot mess. Mm-hmm. So And Car, I think, just copied and pasted these from Patreon. And so they came to my email in a very strange very format. Very strange format. It's one of those nights, y'all. Mm-hmm. Good grief. But we got it done. We, we got, got it done. We got those names. And, we just, and I also just really, really want to say we really, really thank and appreciate all of our patrons who are helping us keep this podcast going. We know that it is a rough time right now. Prices are high. Stress is high in just everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so we really appreciate you you just hanging in with us. Yes. And uh, continuing to support the podcast. And we love you. And we love all of our listeners. We do. And Elle says that maybe our difficulties today are leftover chaos from April 1st. That could, could very well be. Could be. Absolutely. I'll claim that. Just the whole first week of April we're going to claim yep. as... As a Discordian time. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm sure the Chaos Witches are all in their element. What else do we have in housekeeping? Well, every third Thursday of the month, yeah, right. I'm going to be reading tarot cards along with my son Jackson mm-hmm. at Valhalla. Yes, which is in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Mm-hmm. So if you happen to be in the Kalamazoo area and you want to have a tarot reading by me, mm-hmm. then you can come and... Check that out. On the third Thursday of every month. It's from 7 to 11. Yes. All right. Do we have any other housekeeping? I don't think so. There's no upcoming teaching events or anything Mm-mm. like that. No, nothing imminent. Nothing imminent. All right. So we should probably focus. Yes, we are. House kept and... House swept. And we are discussing elements today. This is actually going to be the start of a, I think, five-part series mm-hmm. where we're going to cover the classical Western elements mm-hmm. uh, in more detail. We did an episode in the past called Elements and Elementals, where we touched on various elemental systems, mm-hmm. and we talked about elementals, and we ragged on Paracelsus a bit. <laughs> We figured it was about time to do a series where we spent an episode apiece really Mm -hmm. delving into the subject of each individual element. That's right. And we are going to be talking about the element of Earth tonight. Starting strong. That's right. Starting Um, strong. In part because it's finally starting to approach being springtime, Mm -hmm. although we have had snow here in the last week. Oh my god. (laughs) Every time I look out the fucking window, man, it's snowing. I'm like, really? Really? We're into April now. Stop it. (laughs) Uh, Take it away. Take it away. (laughs) 
But so we're going to be covering the earl- the element of Earth tonight, mm-hmm. which I'm excited about because it's Gwyn's whole vibe. I love so the Earth. I, I love the Earth element. I love the planet. I'm all about the Earth. Mm-hmm. So I expect I expect this to be a fun episode. That's my hope. I also did a lot of research on this topic because there's a lot of research to do. So we're going to be covering Earth as an element from the perspective mostly of the various mostly Western classical mm-hmm. elemental systems. Mm-hmm. We're not going to really touch on Earth in the in the Chinese elemental system because the Chinese element system is so different from the other classical systems. We may do an episode really diving into the Chinese element system at the end of this just Mm -hmm. for variety but like earth is an element in that system but it's it's a very different form. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to be talking about the more classical western element of earth. One of the the first things I pursued when I started doing this research Mm -hmm. was that I knew the tarot suits were broken into elemental associations. That's correct. So so in tarot, pentacles are the element associated with earth. Mm-hmm. Pentacles are associated thematically with things like wealth, material resources, working and endeavoring. Stability. Um, stability. Everything in the mundane world mm-hmm. is essentially earth in the tarot. Yes. And so although it's described as the pentacle suit, you could mm-hmm. equally call it the earth suit. Yeah, I I quite honestly, even though obviously I use tarot with, you know, your traditional suits, how I interpret them is through the elements. Mm -hmm. The elements are very strongly reflected. In part, I think, because you're such an intuitive reader. But the the earth being associated with the suit of pentacles has a long tradition associated with alchemy Mm -hmm. and occultism from the the 19th century in particular. Going back further than that, so like where these classical western systems sort of originated plato not not everywhere um aristotle actually oh, that, oh it was aristotle it was aristotle so actually it was before aristotle but aristotle sort of codified it mm, that um, makes sense so the the aristotelian elements were divided on a spectrum from cold to hot and dry mm, to wet right mm-hmm. and so to aristotle earth was a cold and dry element which is why the alchemists mm-hmm. later associated it the element of earth specifically with the material of salt oh that makes sense mm-hmm. well and when you think about it when you use uh earth in any kind of working and you want to represent earth in some way the element not the mm-hmm. planet what do you use things from the planet mm-hmm. you use rocks you use soil you mm-hmm. use salt you do actually very frequently see salt used as an elemental marker mm-hmm. um, when people are calling quarters mm-hmm. and things like that which for a long time I found sort of confusing because you know if you sow salt into the earth you actually render it barren mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um, salting the earth is a hostile action against the earth right but in addition to the Aristotle connection and the alchemy connection that salt has to earth salt is mined out of the earth mm-hmm. <laughs> so like it's not good for the fertility of soil no but it is part of the earth and the, a major component of the earth element so I, I had that revelation while yeah. I was doing that research where I was like oh no it does make sense yeah because it comes from the <laughs> earth that's the thing um about the elements is that you know you have earth is you can't take it away from the planet the mm-hmm. the planet and the element in as far as like the energy mm-hmm. and certainly the spirit, our understanding of it and our humans. understanding and it how we work with it mm-hmm. It ties very heavily and strongly into the planet itself. Our our specific planet. Yeah, our specific planet. Because I I will say I don't know that like dirt, Mm -hmm. soil, earth from other terrestrial planets would have the same energy or vibe. 
Probably not because our soil has organisms mm-hmm. that make it living. Right. You know. <laughs> and like we do have some meteorites and mm-hmm. things that mm-hmm. have fallen to our planet from mm-hmm. beyond it. Mm-hmm. And those stones have their own properties. But the, I think they are distinctly, They're distinctly different, different from mm-hmm. the stones you find terrestrially native to our planet. That's why they're called extraterrestrial. Right. The Earth itself, whether you consider it a, a sentient a spirit being or, or not, you know, because mm-hmm. I think of the Earth as a living you know, sentient entity. entity. But there is a there is a theory out there that regardless, it is a living entity. Right. This the, planet, the whole planet is an organism. The in whole a way. planet is a living organism. Mm-hmm. And it is from that living organism that everything else has sprung from this living organism. Right. Sort of the same way that we as humans, mm-hmm. uh, as what we call macro-organisms, right. um, have micro-organic mm-hmm. life inside us. We have gut flora exactly. and bacterial colonies and things that live in and are necessary for our functioning. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same thing for the planet. Mm-hmm. And I think you find that uh, reflected in the element of Earth, mm-hmm. and there's it is an energetic component. I think there's a, a an interconnectivity with Earth mm-hmm. that's distinct to it as an element. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because it connects to so many things. And there are so many components to earth as an mm-hmm. element i think like mm-hmm. you've got just dirt mm-hmm. you've got the various stones and minerals minerals yeah metals even after they've been extracted and forged are still connected to the earth element mm-hmm. you've got all the plants mm-hmm. the many 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 the forms flora. of plants yes which uh someone was pointing out in the discord swan was pointing out that plants uh many plants are talking to each other um via the yes. a fungus network the mycelium yep. beneath the soil exactly. um, and they communicate to each other in many other ways as well by various Mm -hmm. chemical receptors and things. Forests are actually fascinating phenomenon Mm -hmm. when you look into the science of of how forests function Mm -hmm. because they're not individual trees. In some cases, uh, especially in monoculture groves where every tree is the same species, they're actually all connected to each other. They're all clones of a single sort of grandmother tree. Mm -hmm. There are forests where some old growth trees literally collect excess resources from the soil and distribute it to younger trees via root networks to trees that don't get as much sunlight under the canopy and things Mm -hmm. like that. Like plants care for each other. And Mm -hmm. so there are these fascinating relationships that plants have to each other that we as humans are largely unaware of. Mm -hmm. And of course, we've talked about a lot of this, the science of it Mm -hmm. and the planet when we did the planetary themes and Mm -hmm. we, you know, we talked about Earth. But I I think it's important to note that all of these things, because I think we, I think we forget about that or we ignore it in magic and magical paths and witchcraft when we talk about working with the elements of Mm -hmm. air, earth, fire and water. And we, we forget that. We sort of simplify it. We simplify it. But it is actually still all of those elements that are a part of what makes Earth, Mm -hmm. you know, what it is, what it is. It's also present in the element of Earth. And it gets confusing because you use this. You're using the same same term, the same term to denote both the planet and the energetic ally that we use in our in our craft and in our rituals. And the materials. And the materials. And yes, it's a. Like I said, Earth in particular feels like it has a high degree of interconnectivity mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think those things can be separated. No, I don't either. And I think it's important to remember that that we are working with a living organism. Mm-hmm. 
And whether you believe it has a spirit or not, it is an energy that is a part of all of us, but is also separate from us mm-hmm. and separate into other things, other parts. Yeah. It's this intricate network, mm-hmm. pieces and parts, <laughs> you know, if you all will. All talking to each other. All talking to each other to create this earth. Mm-hmm. And I believe that that is part of the element of earth. Yeah. That we work with energetically. Yeah, I, I wonder if actually, and this is not a, a quality that is typically associated with the element of Earth. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if an element that we should be associating with the quality of Earth as an element is community. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Because think about what were we just talking about? Plants mm-hmm. and trees and fungi mm-hmm. and all of these things that are all- part of the earth itself and Mm -hmm. part of the, they all network and are part of each other. Like we, as humans, we conceptualize that and we call that the environment Mm -hmm. as if it's a thing separate from us, Mm -hmm. which is sort of the background to our active life. Right. Right. But the environment is as active Mm -hmm. as we are. Mm -hmm. It's just in different ways. And I think it's important. And I've, I've written about this and I've spoken about this in the past is that, as human beings, we need to remember that just like the plants and the trees and the and all and the animals and all. Yeah, I was thinking. Uh, I, all, I do also think animals should fall under. Yeah, the earth animals element. are are under the earth element. We are part of that, mm-hmm. and we're not above it. Humans are also animals. Yes, we we are not actually above the, what's the ecosystem. The, the ecosystem, <laughs> the environment in which we live, we are actually a part of it Mm -hmm. and we actively react and act within it. There's a degree to which, and I'm not a psychologist and I'm not making a statement about general psychology here, Mm -hmm. but there's a point at which I wonder if we as a species Mm -hmm. have sort of a low level, like not not to a degree that would be clinical or that would be Mm -hmm. causing us, you know, difficulty in our daily function. But if, I wonder if we as a species just have a certain amount of cultural or societal or species derealization. That's very possible. We feel we don't understand that we are a part of all of this. Mm-hmm. We feel separate from it. And that could be partly because we got know, these big, big brains. We got these big, big brains and we've created separation from Earth mm-hmm. itself. You know, we've created cities and, you know, houses and mm-hmm. all these things. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. This is a good thing. Oh. But, you know. I am a fan of society. As absolutely. A rule. Absolutely. But we do tend to pull ourselves out and away mm-hmm. and forget that we are actually a part. I mean, our bodies are, you know, the whole ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Mm-hmm. We, you know, all of our atoms and cells right. and everything that makes up us, mm-hmm. it all comes from the same building blocks, the same building blocks as what is earth mm-hmm. and what is nature. You look at like evolutionary webs mm-hmm. and we share huge amounts of our DNA with animals that are radically different from Absolutely. us. I think our, I think our big human brains that have mm-hmm. allowed us to get to this point, to, to the point where we're developing society and mm-hmm. we're having these conversations, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Haven't, have in a way hamstringed us from easily and sort of intuitively mm-hmm. connecting the dots there. Yeah. And think, if you are working with the elements, and I, as a, as a green earth witch, I work with the elements all the time. Mm-hmm. And when you realize that it's not just an energy that you're calling to. Right, it's a spirit. It's a spirit, and it is an interconnected interwoven 
multiple mm-hmm. spirits creating this vast they, energy. They are vast. They contain multitudes. Exactly. And so I think when we understand that when we call and work with the element mm-hmm. of earth, there is such power. Yeah there that we are partnering with sometimes you're doing it through a smaller layer right Mm -hmm. yep i've talked about this before a long long time ago many many episodes ago about an experience of connecting through different layers layers. and i think we bigger and bigger spirits yeah and so i think when you call earth to an element very rarely are you calling the biggest spirit of the whole element of earth Mm -hmm. you're calling a a smaller more accessible facet of that Mm -hmm. spirit right Mm -hmm. or or one that's closer to you or you may even be calling an elemental specifically Mm -hmm. specifically but that that connectivity to that biggest earth spirit is still there it's It's just down the chain exactly and i think if even if we are only interacting with that that small avatar, if you will, the element of earth, Mm -hmm. when we realize that what is behind it, what it is connected to is so much larger. I think if we can keep that into perspective, Mm -hmm. I think it can really charge and energize our work and take it to a whole other level. And I think it can be very grounding to understand Mm -hmm. what your actual place is in the world. Oh, absolutely. One of the facets or Mm -hmm. features of the earth element is being grounded, Mm -hmm. being focused and stable, uh, stabilized. Yeah and rooted and it can be easy when you're when you're talking about spirits and energy Mm -hmm. and big spiritual concepts like that to Mm -hmm. get very i don't want to say disconnected from the practicality of Mm -hmm. the earth but Mm -hmm. but to to step left from the the practicality of the earth and i think one of the great things about earth as an element Mm -hmm. is that part of connecting to that energy Mm -hmm. involves a lot of get your hands in the dirt sit under a tree and Mm -hmm. feel the bark beneath your back like There's a tangibility, there's a reality Mm -hmm. to it that keeps us grounded, stabilized, rooted. And they can be so difficult to achieve. Mm -hmm. And Earth is a great ally with that. Exactly. And the other thing is... And to build that relationship with. Exactly. And I think in relation to the other elements that we're working with, Mm -hmm. you know, air and fire and water... Which we will get to in future Which we'll get to. Earth is nurturing in a way that the other elements... Water is also nurturing in a different way. Way. In a different way, but it, it's it's nurturing in a in a way that it brings sustenance mm-hmm. and it can bring all kinds of things into your earth practice. is a feeding element yeah it's a feeding element when you watch things grow mm-hmm. in the earth it's all about nourishing and allowing resources things, resources using resources in the earth to allow it to grow and we can bring that into our practice mm-hmm. whether it's through meditation whether it is through connecting to the earth element mm-hmm whether it is using the earth as part of a spell mm-hmm. or a ritual. Or even connecting to uh, a deity associated yes, with earth. exactly. Or with growing things. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, or I even mean, some of the chthonic deities. Mm-hmm, the, when you're dealing with things that underground. are underground. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, you're not just talking about death. Mm-hmm. You're also talking about rebirth when you talk about these these elements. Or you are talking about earth. You're you're not even necessarily always talking about rebirth. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're talking about recycling. Recycling, renewing, mm-hmm. renewal. That's a big part of, of working with earth energy mm-hmm. is re- renewal and recycle. And you know what? Rest. Yes. Absolutely. A lot of R's in earth. A lot of R's. <laughs> but, 
But I think rest is a big one that we also overlook. The Earth can just be, or Earth as an element, interacting with Earth as an element, can just be very restful. relaxing, very mm -hmm. restful, very soothing. It's funny because when you look at pentacles, going back to the tarot, which is uh, the element of Earth, a lot of it shows industry because you're, you know, it's mm -hmm. having to do with jobs. Work, and labor, work and endeavor. Work and labor, endeavor and things of that nature, and you don't think of it that as a, a restful kind mm -hmm. of state. Of state, But yet, as you work towards your goals, mm -hmm. and you find the satisfaction of achieving your goals, mm -hmm. that in itself can be very rewarding and restful if you have created a stable and foundation upon mm -hmm. which to build. Capitalism fucks this up a lot. But. Yes, it does. There's comfort instability mm -hmm. and in foundation and earth as an element is about foundation l says the recycling bit is my favorite got anxious energy give it to the earth angry give it to the earth mm -hmm. amped up but need to go to the bed give it to the earth Earth can do whatever it wants. With oh, absolutely. That. And it can convert it and change it into something mm -hmm. else and recycle it and send it off. And and you won't even know what it uses that energy yeah. for. It will just take it away. <laughs> It'll take it away or it can change it and give it back to mm -hmm. you depending on what it is you want to do with it. Mm -hmm. What you ask for. What you ask for. That's why I love working with the Earth deity and I love working with the it elements of Earth. It seems very responsive. It is. In my in my experience. And I think, again, that, that community aspect. Mm -hmm. Earth is paying attention when you talk to it. Yes. In a way that other elements might not always be. Mm -hmm. Now, that is not to say that that the earth as an element cannot be very, very powerful. Heavy. And heavy <laughs> and can be cranky. Right. <laughs> but I do think the biggest oh, element yeah. of earth is oh, yeah. much more, I don't want to say maternal, but like... Parental? But, yeah, parental. Mm -hmm. And and not even that necessarily, but just because because it's an organism. Getting back to the planet, I well, guess. Well, and Rochelle is repeating the word that I used earlier. Nurturing. nurturing. It's yeah. very nurturing. Um, and, that... I, and I think because it's an organism and we're part of the mm -hmm. organism of itself, when it looks after us, it's also looking after itself. It is. It is. And so I think there's a almost there's a almost a self-love quality to how mm -hmm. earth interacts with us yeah it's a symbiosis mm -hmm. it really it's a beautiful relationship mm -hmm. join our tiger kelly on a visit to tree wizard creations where you can find custom engraved creations for all paths they offer unique gifts and tools for altar home practice and family in addition to their standard product range they offer custom commissions if you can dream it, the wizard will create it. Contact them at treewizardcreations at gmail.com, follow them on Facebook, or find them at treewizardcreations.com. Excellent. Good reads. Hail Dictus. So there's a piece of the Norse creation myth that I really like. Mm-hmm. It's told in two different ways, but the way that I like best is that at one point, Odin and two of his brothers, their names vary, were walking along the newly created earth, mm -hmm. the newly created Midgard, and they found two uprooted trees. Mm -hmm. And they transformed those trees into the first two humans mm -hmm. and set them loose to begin humaning. And what I like about it is that it means symbolically, mythologically, we are all descended from trees. Mm -hmm. So... Your ancestor practice, when it goes back far enough, goes back to trees. Mm -hmm. 
And I like the I like the way that feels mm-hmm. that that idea of trees and the earth and the planet being mm-hmm. not just something I live on, mm-hmm. but something I have a blood tie to. Mm-hmm. And so I think that really influences my understanding of Earth, not just as a location, mm-hmm. but as like an elder relative. Yeah, yeah. The components of from which we are formed. Mm-hmm. Speaking to practicalities of mm-hmm. working with the element of Earth. Evo Dominguez Jr. has uh, an excellent book called The Four Elements of the Wise, Working with the Magical Powers of Earth, Air, Water, and Fire. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I wanted to talk about tonight was the, the three different concepts of mind, body, and spirit. And Evo has laid out for us, if you work with Earth, there are different things you can uh, focus on in all of these different categories, right? Okay. So, for instance, you can work with the earth mm-hmm. and earth energy for better memory to stabilize and ground your thoughts and thinking, okay. especially if you have anxiety, mm-hmm. to have a more practical attitude because that is what the whole suit of pentacles and the earth element mm-hmm. in tarot is. It's about practicalities, mm-hmm. right? He also suggests that sensuality and patience. Yes. Definitely patience. Right. If the earth is patience, very patient. The earth is patient. If you need to work on patience, then the earth element is the element you want to work with. But I like sensuality mm-hmm. as well. I think that connects to the the quality of we're part of earth. And exactly. so in, enjoying your body and enjoying the senses you have access mm-hmm. to, which is what sensuality is about. It's not actually, sensuality is distinct from sexuality. Yes, absolutely. Um, so sensuality can be having a very good dessert mm-hmm. and enjoying it. And enjoying the physicality of it. You know, uh, admiring a beautiful scene. Can mm-hmm. be sensual mm-hmm. um, as long as you are fully engaging with the experience of your senses there, mm-hmm. and so I think that's that's a really good call out as a part of working with the element of mm-hmm. earth. Absolutely, because think of how many how you can feed your senses mm-hmm. in in nature. There are so many things. Yes, remember that. Um, remember that book about tree bathing we reviewed yes. way back. I love tree bathing. Yeah, and it, it's that's definitely about experiencing the sensuality mm-hmm. of, of earth. Mm-hmm. One of the things you can do if you're working with earth, finding a good place to live, regaining strength after an illness. Of course, promoting fertility, right. it, you know, that's pretty standard. Strong skin, bones, teeth, strong body. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I think good health mm-hmm. and maintaining your health to the best of your ability in a way is a form of earth magic. Mm-hmm. It is you performing the magic of health on your body, mm-hmm. which is of earth. Yes, absolutely. And longevity mm-hmm. that, you know, being able to... To be healthy and live longer and be prosperous. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? You work with the element of earth in all those realms. Yeah. You know, it's not... And you can do it through mind, body, and spirit. Right. And you should be using all of these simultaneously. Exactly. And better awareness of both your body and your instinct, your Mm -hmm. your gut feeling, your intuition, that's very much a part of earth. Uh, Yeah, and I think... Everybody thinks thinks of it as a mind mind thing. thing. No, it's a gut thing. Intuition is your your gut and your nervous system. Your nervous system is very physical. Yeah, it's a... Your your gut instincts are... are You feel them in your body. Mm -hmm. When you feel uncomfortable in a situation, you start to feel sick Mm -hmm. or your skin tingles. So I would challenge anybody who wants to increase their intuition, Mm -hmm. work with earth. Mm -hmm. Work with the element of earth and... 
your intuition and your senses, both mm-hmm. physical and energetic, yep. to improve and to sharpen and engage in your intuition. Mm-hmm. Because I really feel like it is going to be, it might be a different kind of intuition. It's body intuition. It's body intuition, but I think that's important. And I think it's an element people overlook. And because they overlook it, they end up staying in situations Mm -hmm. or overlooking red flags Mm -hmm. or things like that because they don't want to take, you know, their skin tingles or their sick feeling too seriously. Right. But... Your body gives you those signals for a reason, so mm-hmm. pay attention to them. And, and earth energy can help you mm-hmm. learn those signals and And, and learn how to them. translate them. Mm-hmm. And then also for spirit, as far as working with earth, to create energetic shields of protection. Yes. What can you do? You draw the energy up from the earth. That's the classic style. You know, to, to help you create that shield. Mm-hmm. Ground into the earth. When it's you're... very practical to ground your wards mm-hmm. into earth and earth energy to use stones as ward guardians in particular is very powerful. Exactly. Or trees that are planted in your property. And think about working with earth for shadow work. Ooh. That's that chthonic shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's that going to the cave that's shit. going to the cave. Let's talk about the, baby. Let's talk about how the cave is earth energy too. Absolutely. And I think it's funny because you know, especially if you you have um, a fear of the dark mm-hmm. or if you have are uncomfortable with going into dark spaces mm-hmm. like a cave, having the opportunity to work with earth as Mm -hmm. the element as the spirit ally to do shadow work to metaphorically Mm -hmm. go into the cave or if you can't do caves you can get the same kind of energy in like heavily canopied wood we had some woods back behind my grandmother's Mm -hmm. house that there was a particular spot in where like just the branches were thick and there was this little tiny little alcove in the trees where you could like be separate from them a little bit but there was like a little space where you could sit and be just surrounded by the woods and doesn't it just feel and there was just such pressure there pressure and energy and it feels magical it does it's like it's like a uh, a conduit Mm -hmm. those kind of spaces a conduit into that earth energy and it's almost like like if you go there to do shadow work you'll feel like all the trees surrounding you are the tribunal mm-hmm. and they will be judging your performance but today. they'll also be protecting you mm-hmm. that's the thing is that it's not just they're, they're gate guardians yeah they're guardians you can think of it as you know many i believe many people would would consider going into that cave mm-hmm. into a womb kind mm-hmm. of situation where when you come out you are reborn mm-hmm. but you could also conceptualize it as in a in a slightly scarier way perhaps going into a mouth Mm-hmm. where you will be processed mm-hmm. by the earth and it will mm-hmm. decide what to do with you. Yeah. I think we should broaden our view mm-hmm. of what is it that we can... What do we mean when we say the element of the earth? The element of earth. It, I think it's deeper mm-hmm. than, than what we tend to make it. And I think it can only improve our understanding mm-hmm. of this element and working with earth when we expand that definition of what it means. Yeah. Elle says, those places in the woods feel dense to mm-hmm. me, full of life and very, very awake, if that makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. I think there are some places where you can distinctly feel, and mm-hmm. I don't know why this is exactly, where you can distinctly feel the separate presences of each individual plant. Mm-hmm. 
and the presence of the wood as a whole mm-hmm. and the presence of the earth, the planet. Mm-hmm. You're you're experiencing, you know, what we call nature. Mm-hmm. This multiplicity. This multiplicity of energies that somehow unite mm-hmm. to become this one thing. Yeah. It's fascinating. And it it's really beautiful. Rannon says, Earth isn't mostly green. It's the brown and black and gray of stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's true. I think we think of Earth as being green mm-hmm. because that's the... That's the top layer. That's right. the part we see. That's the part we see the most. It's the part that helps us breathe. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are very dependent on... <sighs> Highly dependent on... Uh, on those green parts. Uh-huh. But that's the top layer, mm-hmm. right? That's the skin. Mm-hmm. And underneath that, when you get into the the muscle and bone Mm -hmm. it is brown and black and gray it's the dirt and the stone and Mm -hmm. way way down in the very deepest core it's some molten metal Mm -hmm. and i think it's interesting because you know when we talk about chthonic deities like Mm -hmm. persephone and hades and hakati and and others uh the kalyak Mm -hmm. people get very intimidated yeah by chthonic deities by the parts of the earth that i don't want to say care less about them necessarily but that are less concerned with their day-to-day lives Mm -hmm. that bring a different kind of care Mm -hmm. and it's still a care it is it's not necessarily the disciplinarian but it's the kind of care that a doctor brings you Mm -hmm. it's practical yeah and it's the kind of well honestly i always feel like the chthonic deities are like they're the ones you go to when you need to own your shit l says more (laughs) detached or just less nurturing and i don't think it's even that no uh -uh. it's they i think they can feel remote Uh uh-huh because they they can feel less friendly they because they are chthonic but hakati to Mm -hmm. me can be very remote Mm -hmm. and yet incredibly nurturing Mm -hmm. at the same time at the same time but she's nurturing a different part of you Mm -hmm. than like gaia would yeah Gaia wants to grow things on top of you. Right. Put flowers in your hair. Mm-hmm. And Hakati wants to make sure your foundations are mm-hmm. secure. Mm-hmm. It's nurturing in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that is because uh, back in her history, and I think in me- the history of many of these Chthonic mm-hmm. deities, they were considered they had, Earth deities yeah. at some point. They were considered to have stronger ties to the Earth than we now consider exactly. them Exactly. They were they were very much tied to the Earth mm-hmm. in ways that we don't understand. But yet that energy, it's that still presence there. is still there. Even when you look at like Hades. Absolutely. Who was associated with like wealth because his domain was... Mm-hmm. underground so it contained the metals right that made up coinage he also had this in ancient greek culture mm-hmm. he had this association with orphans and mm-hmm. beggars and mm-hmm. the destitute and isn't that interesting that it was the same for Gatti? Mm-hmm. she was people who were on the fringes mm-hmm. the the forgotten the the poor yeah you know, her, her, the dip nun was meant to feed the poor. Mm-hmm. You don't associate Hades with Earth. No, necessarily, not necessarily. With being an Earth deity. But he is a Chthonic deity. Mm-hmm. And he has that nurturing quality, quality under the right conditions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not, it's not even true just in, in Greek mythology. Like, hell, no one thinks of as an Earth deity. And held the place mm-hmm. isn't necessarily explicitly underground in Norse mythology the way it more clearly is in Greek mythology. Right, right. But 
She again has that no one goes hungry at hell's table. Mm -hmm. Like that's a law. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You do see this sort of paralleled across multiple cultures. I think so, yeah. You know what? These are all death deities. So I think Mm -hmm. there's a a fascinating connection between death and earth. Mm -hmm. The same way there's this more intuitive connection between life and earth. Mm -hmm. I think, well, because... It's all that cycle. It's that cycle, you know, I'm owed to, uh, you know, to Disney. It's the circle of life, Mm -hmm. if you will. But yeah, they, one begets the other. I mean, they, you can't have one without the other and it all works together. Mm -hmm. So wouldn't it be interesting to, like, if you really want to work on your ties to earth, Mm-hmm. If you're interested in working with a deity, reach out to one of the Chthonic deities. Yeah, reach out to one of the death deities. Yeah, and and work with them to, see, you know, because you know what, in a lot of these cultures, you're going to be buried in it. Exactly. That I think is the reason why Chthonic deities are who and what they are mm-hmm. is because it dealt with death. You're and going to go into the earth someday, burial in one some, way or another, and someday you will be in the earth. Mm-hmm. Our tiger Jim Two Snakes has spent much of the past three decades providing spiritual and emotional support for individuals that are looking for accountability, wisdom, and safe supportive space while they discover how to walk their own path. Jim is now offering his spiritual dad service in a Patreon structure. This informal program includes regular contact with Jim and specific guidance for what's going on in your life right now, along with a talking stick monthly meeting for some levels and regular phone calls ranging from one to four times a month at other levels. Jim will help you with goal setting, ritual and energetic practice ideas, and teaching, support suggestions, support and accountability in whatever it is you want to accomplish. And because it is your path, he will adapt his suggestions to suit what works best for you. It's called Spiritual Dad, but there is no age limit. We all need spiritual and emotional support. To find out more, visit jimtwosnakes.net or patreon.com slash spiritualdad. Hail Dictinus. Side note from Rhiannon, composting is earth magic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lewick says soil is decomposed plant matter and poop and the things that feed off those things. Mm -hmm. And you can't have good soil Mm -hmm. without these things. As Rhiannon says, I think we said it before in a past episode, but connect to your inner worm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then Rochelle actually passes on an interesting comment from Das Veed, who says, unless you have a lot of money and know an eccentric billionaire in reference to the one day you'll return to the earth comment. Mm-hmm. This is a good point. I think these people who are getting their remains jettisoned into space are making a mistake. An error. <laughs> Spiritually. Anyway. And I'd also like to say that L. Narianen mm-hmm. said accepting death is, in my mind, absolutely a requirement for fully embracing life. Mm-hmm. And I think... That is one of the most beautiful components about working with the earth energy mm-hmm. as an element yeah. is that it is all about embracing life. Yeah, it's like cursing and healing. Mm-hmm. Two sides of the same coin, mm-hmm. you know, opposite sides of the same coin. Yeah. So I was going to talk about things you can do in your yes. ritual or in your practice to bring a little earth element into your life. Bring that earth. Mm -hmm. In terms of like actions you can add to spells or rituals, Mm -hmm. burying something is always a a powerful way to bring earth energy to a process. Mm -hmm. Creating a witch bottle for protection. What Mm -hmm. do you do? You bury it. Yep. It can also be good for releasing things. Mm -hmm. It's not appropriate to burn everything. So for things that um, you want to release but you don't want to burn, 
You can bury them somewhere and release it back to the earth. Just make sure that you're releasing it away from your property. From your personal space. And that it's stuff that is not going to harm yeah, the earth. that is safe to bury into the earth. And yeah. always double check that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Make sure that it's safe to bury and that if it gets dug up by a fox or something, it's not going to kill anything. <laughs> Don't bury poison. Something else you can do, obviously, to bring earth energy to a spell or ritual is plant something. Gwyn has a personal favorite spell, mm-hmm. with, which she talked about pretty recently, which is planting a seed at the start of a spell for growing things. Mm-hmm. And I, for Ostara, I've actually, there's a video of my Ostara ritual mm-hmm. on my TikTok, planted some zinnias, and it was for abundance, and that's something I, I do every year, and so it's energy in abundance, mm-hmm. so that what, you know, that we may share in the energy and the abundance of, as those seeds grow and germinate. And I believe and they've already started sprouting. They have. They've, they started sprouting within the first week. Mm-hmm. Very, very good results. They're Yes, they're doing very well. And so I've just been nurturing them mm-hmm. and watering and watching them and giving them energy and receiving energy from them right. as they grow. Because the care you put into the earth, the earth returns to you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's a, that's a favorite of mine that I, I like to do to honor both the earth deity and the change of season the start of something new something a little less obvious maybe that you can do to to bring an earth quality to your work is fiber crafts Mm -hmm. so doing knot magic spinning wool or Mm -hmm. or linen crochet crochet knitting knitting, even like sewing a quilt Mm -hmm. these kinds of things because what makes up the fabrics you're using, especially if you're using natural fabrics, is stuff that comes from, from the, earth. the earth. It'll either be from cotton or, or, or linen or other plants that produce fibers that humans are able of spinning. Unless or it will be wool. or it will be wool or fiber produced by animals that mm-hmm. are fed on the earth and are part of the earth system just as we are. And Elna Rhiannon suggests what about woodworking? Woodworking carving, Sculpting. Also, sculpture, uh, working with clay is Mm -hmm. a great way to get some earth element energy in. Absolutely. Um, I love working with clay. It's It's a good way to get your hands in the dirt but also feel like you're producing something mm-hmm. if you're not a good gardener like me. Think about making a poppet. Mm-hmm. What about making a poppet, and I've seen it done, out of clay? Mm-hmm. So all those things are related to the earth, so all of them can help bring earth energy to a spell mm-hmm. or a working. Mm-hmm. And then one other one that might not be as obvious is cooking. I think mm. cooking is closely connected to earth energy. Oh, absolutely. Because it's part of that feeding you is good for your body, so it's good for the earth. Absolutely. Connection, so... So I think people are working with the earth element a lot more than they realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unconsciously. Unconsciously, because it is a practical, mm-hmm. physical element that you work with. Mm-hmm. You know, even though, yes, it's esoteric in our in our right. understanding and it's energetic, but yet it is a physical thing that we can manipulate it's a, and it's work with. It's a physical with task and, and, that you perform exactly. in some way. Mm-hmm. And I think any sort of physicality is also a good way to invite earth in Mm -hmm. dancing and Mm -hmm. even rocking back and forth any Mm -hmm. kind of engagement with your body Mm -hmm. is a way to invite earth energy into you know what i feel really connected to earth is when i'm foraging Mm -hmm. or picking berries 
there's there's definitely I feel very connected or just watering my plants yeah there there are so many things that we can do to work with the element beyond lip service right beyond just putting some salt in the the appropriate corner uh-huh. and hailing the earth yeah you can sort of much more actively engage the earth mm-hmm. uh, and, and really draw it into your practice don't discount earth as an ally mm-hmm. because it is a powerful spirit ally that is more than willing to work with you i find of all the elements earth is the one that is most willing and we talked about this partly i think that is because you're a green witch so you established this relationship connection. with mm-hmm. earth this connection with earth but i do think part of that is as we mentioned before the community element yeah. of earth and the fact that earth is a whole organism and we're part of that organism Mm -hmm. we're good for each other Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um we have vested interests in each other's well-being and partly also because it is very tangible and very physical and it's easier for humans to interact with and engage Mm -hmm. with things they can touch Mm -hmm. well do you have anything else you want to talk about the only other thing i was going to mention was that the the astrological symbols in Western astrology are also separated into elemental categories. Mm. So the uh, the earth elements in astrology are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn, mm-hmm. and are supposed to be characterized by practicality and caution. Mm-hmm. And I may be a water sign, I may yes, be a are. Pisces, <laughs> but... I really resonate with the earth Mm -hmm. much more so. Which is funny because as a Virgo, Mm -hmm. I don't like, like I like earth fine. And like I'm obviously I'm obsessed with stones and that's an earth element thing. Mm -hmm. But I would not say earth is the element I most vibe with. Mm -hmm. So it is interesting to to be in that sign, but not like feel as connected to it as you do as a Mm -hmm. water sign. So... Mm -hmm. That's what, that's one of those things I've always had a, hmm, a question mark about. Although when we get to water, we may find out that I'm a lot more connected to water than I admit. <laughs> <laughs> Ran and Gray has a question. Mm-hmm. Asks, do you feel like you have an easier time connecting to the elements that appear in your birth charts more than others? Yeah, so that's what we were just talking yep. about. Oh, Githa has a theory that we're most attracted to the element that's the least present in our chart. That's mm. an interesting thought. That is an interesting thought, especially since Pisces, I'm, it's, Somebody did a reading for me and said, and I've seen this a couple of times now, that my sun and my moon signs mm-hmm. are Pisces. Like I'm Pisces You're all water over. water all the way through. I'm water yeah. all over, all the way through. And yet what I am most attracted to and what I vibe with the most mm-hmm. is, is earth. Is earth. Earth energy. Whereas I, I don't know what my moon is off the top of my head, but I am a Virgo sun. Mm-hmm. And I am much more interested in and attracted to the elements of air and fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's an interesting theory, interesting. Githa. I'm going to have to look into that. That's a, that's a fascinating theory. But no, so that was the only other thing I, I thought I wanted to bring up during yeah. this particular episode very good so do we have any final thoughts my final thoughts would be i think we tend or at least what i've seen and observed Mm -hmm. we tend to keep the elements as ceremonial aspects or ritual aspects Mm -hmm. of our workings and i think we miss opportunities by not going to a specific element I think we feel like we have to bring all of them right. in. Right. The, all the elements all must elements be, called have to be called and every and element to observe. I think if we would attempt uh, with working with one specific element mm-hmm. for a purpose, I think we'll find, I don't know, I wouldn't say a stronger, but different 
attitude and relationship. A more focused, yeah. I think. Yeah. And I think we'd have we I think we would build a different relationship altogether. Right. With the elements if we worked with them not just as a group, but as individual elements. I'll be honest. I have sometimes felt the presence of deity or ancestor responding to a ritual call. Arising, right? Mm-hmm. Coming to be present at a ritual. Mm-hmm. I've personally never felt the arrival of the elements at a ritual. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's because we do treat it as a very ceremonial sort Mm -hmm. of rote process that we perform instead of a genuine invitation. Mm -hmm. I know that in my own practice, originally, Mm -hmm. I would say yes, that's definitely, it was more ceremonial. You call in Mm -hmm. the quarters, you call it, you know, blah. But in recent years, when I've come to have a different understanding of what it means to work with elements Mm -hmm. and not elementals or guardians or watchtowers, but working with the element itself, Mm -hmm. even if I'm calling in all four, there's a different experience. And I think it's because I've worked so hard to build build the relationships, particularly for me with the earth element. Mm -hmm. It is these relationships that I'm calling upon. Right. I think very few people when they are performing rituals, at least rituals that I have been to, Mm-hmm. are doing it in that way. Just just kind of as a ritual part. Yeah, just as this is how you open a ritual. This is how you open that, yeah. I think it's formula yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like I said, I don't get that feeling that I sometimes get when people call in a deity mm-hmm. that they have a relationship to mm-hmm. when people are calling the elements at the start of a ritual. And obviously it is possible for that to happen. Mm-hmm. I do think we just need to restructure the way we think about it. Restructure the way we think about it and work, build relationships. Work harder to build relationships with the individual element spirits. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you've never tried to build a relationship with the specific element, give it a go and see what happens. Fran and Gray says, now I'm just going to be saying, call the elements, talk to them more in the same way people tell you to call your mom. <laughs> I think people will be surprised and pleased with the result. I really do. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to call that it for this episode. Yes, we shall. Like I said, there should be about five episodes, I think, in this series total. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe one covering the the Chinese elements as well, because yeah. like I said, they're very different. In the meantime, we will say goodbye to you for this week. You can find us on Google. If you Google the number three and the letters P-A-A-C or the number three and the words Pagans and a cat. And you'll find us on all the stuff. Yes. Gwyn does most of the social medias. <laughs> well, some. <laughs> She's got a TikTok she uses now pretty frequently. She's got a blog at Patheos Pagan. Mm-hmm. I occasionally pop into the Facebook. Yes. And we have a Discord channel, which I always forget to link. And so finding it is the first trial. We have a neglected <laughs> YouTube. Yes. But, you know. <laughs> but we do, I just want to reiterate, we really do love and appreciate all of our listeners. We thank you for hanging in with us, even when it's just me and oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, we love you so much, and we hope you have a wonderful week, and we'll talk at you later next week. Goodbye! Goodbye, goodbye. goodbye.